0: Hello, my friends and welcome to worship for carmen united church on march 14th of 2021 so glad you've joined us for worship today before we begin let's just now take a moment to prepare our hearts to worship our almighty god Be Our scripture reading today comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 11, verses 17 to 27. Now when Jesus came, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles off. And many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them concerning their brother. So when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him. But Mary remained seated in the house. Yet shall he live, and everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is coming into the world. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Lord, as we continue this journey through Lent, as you continue to speak to us and reveal to us your son. We pray that you be with us today as we gather around your word. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight. You who are our rock, our strength, and our redeemer. Amen. So I think we have all heard the news about that auspicious anniversary we acknowledged around the world just a few days ago. The day the World Health Organization declared COVID-19 a global pandemic just one year ago. One year ago this weekend was our last normal service at Carmen United Church, the day before our church council met and voted to close the building indefinitely, and just a day or so before the government of Canada and the provinces declared a state of emergency, closing all non-essential businesses, This coming week is the week the world turned completely upside down. Our children entered into a March break that would seemingly never end. Friends and family lost jobs. There were family members we could not see for months, even though they just lived down the road. Yet when it all began, hardly anyone expected it to last this long. Most people I talked to figured it would maybe last a few weeks, maybe a month or two. I mean, we've had global threats before, even in the last 20 years. SARS, the bird flu, the swine flu, and so on. We've been there before. It's it's not that hard. It won't be that bad, right? But it was. COVID showed itself to be much more serious than anything we have seen in a hundred years. And finally, one full year later, we we're beginning to find hope as people begin to be vaccinated, even here in Cape Breton. It all just goes to show that things won't always turn out how we think they will, or, or even how long things will take. Now, a number of weeks ago, Bev pulled out a puzzle she bought a few years ago that we haven't really looked at. She laid it out on the dining room table, probably expecting it would take a few days. We could handle a few days without a dining room table. But it quickly became apparent it was going to take more than just a few days. The puzzle was van, uh, was of Van Gogh's Starry Night painting. And it wasn't one of those typical puzzles where all the pieces are kind of the same size. This one was, was somewhat diabolical, really, in how it cut the pieces. All kinds of crazy angles. Not to mention... It's a Van Gogh. So the colors, they all run together. They're, they're going in all sorts of directions through the whole entire painting. Some days, maybe all we managed to get together was maybe two or three pieces of the entire puzzle. We, you know, we just kept examining this dizzying array of pieces just spread out on the table. Well, we finally accomplished what we feared might never happen. We completed the puzzle on Wednesday of this past week, weeks and weeks after we started it. We can have our dining room table back, but not too soon, we do want to enjoy the labors of our work for at least a few days before we take it apart and put it away. Sometimes we have expectations without knowing what will come. Sometimes we know what will come, But we're not sure how we're going to get there sometimes we just know something is going to happen even though we might not might not fully understand what the reading from the gospel of john today is a part of a larger story that many of us are familiar with the raising of lazarus from the dead in john chapter 11. now of course jesus had many friends But it seemed that Lazarus and his sisters, Martha and Mary, were especially important to him. Word gets to Jesus that his friend is sick. And then he dies. Before Jesus actually gets to go see him. When Jesus finally arrives, Martha comes out to meet him saying, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now, God will give you whatever you ask. Well, first, Martha calls Jesus Lord. This is not something to skip over. She knows Jesus has an authority. She knows there is something special about him. Very special. She didn't call him rabbi or teacher or friend. She called him Lord. Which is a word reserved for those who have a higher authority above all others. Possibly even indicating divinity. She then goes on to describe what she would have expected to happen if he were there. With that authority that he carries. Martha says, he would not have died. But I know, even now God will give you whatever you ask. Martha has something in mind when she says these words. She knows Jesus could have healed her brother if he was there while he was still sick. But she also indicates she's not given up any hope just yet. She has a final picture of what she would want to see, to be reunited with her brother. She also knows she has all the puzzle pieces lying in front of her. What she doesn't know is how it, all, how it will all come together, if at all. And Jesus says to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha agrees. She says, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. And then Jesus gives her those words we are looking for today. I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live, even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. There is our key I am statement we are looking for today. Now did Jesus say, I know about the resurrection and the life? Or I have the resurrection and the life? No, he said, I am the resurrection and the life. Jesus tells us that he is the embodiment of resurrection and life. Meaning, he is the source. The source of all life. There is no other. And then he asks Martha. He says, Do you believe this? To which she replies, Yes, Lord, I believe you are the Messiah, the Son of God, who is coming into the world. There it is. She knows. She knows who Jesus is. She believes all That he has said and done in the time she has known him. She truly believes that he is the resurrection and the life. Now we know what happens next. That even after four days in the tomb, lying dead, Jesus calls Lazarus out. And he comes. And the people rejoice. This is is the final sign performed by Jesus in the Gospel of John. And it's a big one. And in many ways, we've been building to this moment as Jesus keeps revealing more and more about himself as he ministers to the people. After this, the people, they go rushing off to the Pharisees to tell them what they had seen happen. And then that sets into motion... The final decision to remove this troublemaker from the community. All of this leads us to the question, what does it mean? What does it mean for Jesus to be the resurrection and the life? Well, let's begin by acknowledging that Jesus being the resurrection and the life is something we can experience. We know we can experience this. Because Lazarus experienced it. Jesus gave him resurrection and life. And Jesus also gives it to us. Jesus said to Martha, The one who believes in me will live, even though they die. And whoever, believes, whoever lives by believing in me will never die. For those who believe that Jesus is the resurrection and the life, they too will experience it. Jesus has given this promise to us. And by looking at what happened to Lazarus, we see that this promise is not something for off into the future, but something we can have right now. So what does it look like? if we also have the resurrection and life of Jesus in us. Well, let's remember something we looked at last week, where Jesus told us that he is the door for the sheep. He said, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Or in other words, Jesus has come so that they may have abundant life. So what does this abundant life look like? Well, let's see what happened to Lazarus after he came into the tomb. After he was reunited with his sisters. What became of his life? If we turn kind of the page in our Bible to John chapter 12, we see Jesus is the guest of honor at a dinner just a week before the Passover. Martha is doing the serving. Mary has poured expensive oil over the feet of Jesus and is wiping it with her hair. And Lazarus is there, sitting with Jesus reclined at the table. The resurrection and the life that Jesus embodies gives us an abundant life when we believe in Him. Not someday in the future. This abundant life is available to us right now. When you look at your life today, are you getting by Or are you having abundant life in Christ? Jesus brings life today. Jesus asks Martha the question, do you believe? And she says, what? She says, yes, Lord, I believe you are the Messiah, the Son of God who is to come into the world. She's not only speaking for herself in this statement. She is speaking for Lazarus as well. When she speaks those words, both herself and Lazarus experience the resurrection and the life. Martha, she sees it in the miracle of her brother being raised from the dead. And Lazarus regains his life on this earth. And when we see them all together in John chapter 12, we see that this life is meant to be lived in community together, all together with others. If we have the abundant life, how do others know? How do others learn Jesus is the resurrection and the life for themselves? The resurrection is not just about what happens to us when we die. It impacts our lives today, right now, and also the lives of those who live around us. Jesus needs us to see this fact, just as he needed Martha to see it. Other people need this life as well, just as we have received it. They need to know there is more to life than just getting by. Jesus offers so much more. It means We need to be willing to meet with people in their daily places where they only see death and dying. It means we bear witness to the life of Jesus so that they can see the resurrected life that is available to them today and they may receive it and live their life abundantly. It's about being a community of believers together In the name of Jesus Christ, to celebrate and experience the abundant life in us and to welcome others into their abundant lives as well. We have all the puzzle pieces laid out before us. We even have the picture of what it's going to be looking like. And together we build it. Together we experience the joy of abundant life even during a pandemic, when we are physically separate. When we are physically separate, Jesus offers us unity through his resurrection and life. The resurrection and life that is offered to us today. The question Jesus asks Martha can be asked of us as well. Do you believe this? Do you believe Jesus is the resurrection and the life? Do you believe he offers his own life for us today through his own resurrection? Do you believe he offers abundant life to us today through his resurrection? Do you believe he gives us life so we may bring his resurrection and life to others around us? Do you believe this? Let us answer answer truthfully and joyously that he is our resurrection. He is our life. He is our Savior today and every day. And may this abundant life be with us always. And may it spread through us as we live the life Jesus has for us. Thanks be to God. Amen. Let us join together for a time of prayer. Let us pray. Father God, we give you so much thanks. Thanks for the abundant life you have given to us through the death, resurrection, and life of Jesus Christ. May this resurrection and life that he is, that he embodies, be in us. And may we spread it, may we share it with those who are around us so they may too also believe in who he is as the resurrection and life for all for this entire world. Lord, may we be willing to go into the places where it seems like there is death and dying and bring this life so that others may experience it, long for it, and come after it and welcome you into their lives. Lord, we pray for those in this community, in this country, in this world who are just getting by, who see death and dying as a norm in their lives. Lord, may they see the light. May they see the life that you bring. May they see the resurrection that is available to us today, the abundant life in Jesus Christ. Lord, we pray for those who are sick. We pray for those who are, are, are in mourning, We pray for those who are cold and hungry. Lord, these are the places you ask us to go. And so Lord, give us the boldness. Give us the courage. Give us the longing and desire to serve you by serving these these people. Lord, may we walk with you throughout these Lenten days. Letting Jesus reveal himself to us in fullness and truth. That we know without a doubt he is our resurrection. He is our life. As we walk with him to the cross. Lord be with us this day. Be with those we pray for. And pour out your your abundant blessing on all. We pray this in the name of our Lord. The name of our Savior. the, The one who is the resurrection and life for us today. Jesus Christ. Your Son Thank mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to Be Still and Know, a ministry of Carmen United Church in Sydney Mines. To learn more about our ministry, please visit our website, www.carmenunited.ca. May God bless you this day.